his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. And we are back with the Beaching Company live from Pendleton, the broadcast capital of, of Lockport. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we are here, uh, and I was uh, telling you a story about Chris Wallace. They can't help themselves. They just can't help themselves. Even somebody who reports for Fox, like Chris Wallace, okay? His father uh, was a, a gotcha uh, reporter. He'd hang outside the front door of a businessman and get them as they went to dinner. And uh, bottom line is uh, Chris like a lot of reporters right now, just can't resist taking a shot at the president. Now, keep in mind, they were building up a a scenario that the president said he would love to see some people go back to work by Easter. Uh, The doctors doctors, uh, were saying, uh, for best we know, uh, that's too ambitious. But it it was just a difference of opinion, all right? Uh, So everybody was after Trump. To listen to the doctors. Listen to the doctors. Don't do it early. Don't do it early. Listen to the doctors. What did he do? He listened to the doctors. And even listening to the doctors, Chris Wallace had the Secretary of the Treasury on uh, and uh, said, uh, how did he come to that decision? Well, uh, some people uh, wanted one thing. Some people wanted another thing. And this is the decision he came to. So he came to the decision of delaying it and listening to the doctors. He came to the decision the press wanted. And Chris Wallace asks, uh, asks him, well, he, uh, no, this is uh, what we threw out there, and, and he agreed to this, okay? And, the pre- and then Chris Wallace, not wanting to lose an opportunity to get you, said, what if he hadn't? <laughs> That's like interviewing somebody saying, what if you hadn't gotten drunk and got in the Corvette and drove it 100 miles an hour into a tree? Uh, well, if you didn't do that, I guess you'd have gotten in the Corvette and drove home and had a ham sandwich. I don't know, but th- that's the way they're acting. And and even this, even this, a natural, uh, an international catastrophe, uh, something we've never seen before. Lives are being lost right and left. They still can't stop themselves, can they? They cannot help themselves from taking a shot at this president. It's just amazing to me. Let's go to line one. This would be Texas Terry. Terry, you're on WBEN. Hey, good morning, Sandy. Hey, Terry, are they stopping people at the border from Louisiana with Louisiana plates saying, if you're not ready to uh, shelter in place basically for two weeks, you got to go back? Yeah, I don't. I hadn't read the part about, I mean, I assume they would send them back. I, I obviously trust you and take your word for it i do know that they are uh making people self-quarantine for 14 days it's not just from louisiana um 
because I was telling my dad, you know, he's out there in Buffalo, and uh, he said, you know, I told him, you come out here to visit, man, they make you self-quarantine for 14 days. And um, from what I've read about it, uh, basically you have to give them an address where you're going to be staying, and then the Department of Public Safety is going to go in and check up on you. And, you know, I don't disagree with it, and, and I wouldn't disagree with it if the shoe were on the other foot. If, if you know, this was a hotbed for the virus, and I wanted to go to Louisiana that wasn't having as many cases or, or you know, I mean, I, I wouldn't have a problem with that. The, well, desperate times call for desperate measures, and we're all trying to figure out a way to, you know, slow this thing down. And obviously, you know, you got to do what you got to do. I, I don't find it that, that hard to believe that they're doing that when, you know, Lubbock, for instance, um, the stay-at-home order just went into place last night. And, uh, you know, my stepdaughter, who was just playing with all her friends last night, you know, till 9 o'clock at night, they're out in the yard having a good time. You know, today she's not allowed to play with them no more. And, you know, that's going to be a tough one to explain, but it is what it is. And, you know, just from an observational standpoint, I was, you know, watching the kids, of course, and I'm seeing, you know, various parents here and there. And I'm kind of counting and doing math and, I, you know, just being logical about what's happening here. I'm like, man. This is a this is a big way that this thing could be transmitting. I don't know where my neighbors have been. You know. Oh yeah, and and, and I understand why Texas is doing it. And I, in the back of my mind, I agree that it is a good preventive measure. Uh, maybe I'd be happier with it if they would submit. I don't know if they would have the material to do it, but if they would submit to a roadside check to make sure you don't have it before you go in. But right now, we we have a, a faster. Uh, test. I think it's like 15 minutes. If they had those tests available uh, to people who wanted to go into Texas, uh, because I'm thinking uh, traditionally, uh, when when uh, we've been in danger in one place, we've moved to another place where there was less danger. If you were in Oklahoma that gets a lot of tornadoes in Oklahoma's uh, tornado season, if you went to Texas, perfectly understand it. You wanted to avoid tornadoes. In this case, it's a uh, it's a virus. It's a lethal virus. I understand why Texas is doing it. I don't really disagree with them. I'm just trying to think of a better way to do it. I mean, like I said, I I wish, you know, I was a little bit smarter than I am and could help them come up with a resolution. <laughs> but, you know, for right now, this, you know, like I said, desperate times call for desperate measures. And I, I, gotta, I have no choice. Uh, the, the, the people of the United States have no choice uh, in some cases, unfortunately, but to trust our leadership. And I have no reason to doubt that. Uh, Governor Greg Abbott, you know, made that decision uh, based off knowledge and information that he deemed appropriate to, to make that call. I don't, I don't good. think that they're deliberately. Uh, all right. Good points, Terry. You make good uh, points and uh, stay safe and we'll be talking to you somewhere down the road. Thanks for calling. All right, bye-bye. Let's take a break now on News Radio 930. This is WBEN. It is the Beach and Company. I'm asking some questions about what's going on. Right now, uh, a, a person that we know is sending us live video from his uh, New York City, uh, wherever he lives, uh, either condo or apartment building or whatever, showing the uh, the hospital ship pulling into New York Harbor. So it's a very impressive-looking uh, ship, and it's pulling in now, so that's good. Uh, they are not going to put uh, virus people on the ship. They're going to take people who are in, um, uh, in hospital for regular use uh, on the ship, and then they're treating all the virus people on land. Uh, so... Texas to Louisiana border policy. I want to know what you think about it. Right now, um, Texas is uh, having a better go at it than Louisiana. Louisiana is a hot spot 
And uh, what they're doing is the Texas law enforcement is stopping you at the border if you have Louisiana plates, asking if you're ready to shelter in place for two weeks. If you're not, they turn you back. Texas Terry told us that uh, they want an address if you say yes, and they uh, they will be checking up on you, going to that address to make sure you're, uh, you are where you say you are. Uh, so that's that. Now, I understand why they're doing it. I can understand them doing it. I have not a real problem with them doing it. The only question I have is a question of fairness. We are a country made up of 50 states. We are the United States. We pay national uh, dues. We vote nationally. We pay uh, national taxes, what I meant to say, and uh, we vote nationally. And I can understand why they're doing it, but I wish they had a different way. I wish they had a way of testing right at the border. Uh, so the first question I ask is uh, how you feel about Texas doing that. Is the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do? Do you know anyone uh, who is uh, positive uh, for COVID-19? If so, uh, uh, tell us a story. I'd especially like to know about the process of, of the test. I've not heard one person describe it except the president. He said that's like putting a Q-tip up your nose and taking it right at your eye. That's a very interesting but chilling <laughs> description, I can tell you that. And uh, travel. Are you doing any traveling? I don't mean for fun. I mean for shelter. Are you doing any traveling? Are you going anywhere to try and help your, your position out with this uh, virus? Uh, I, I got an email today from a woman who on, was on one of our trips. She right now is in Florida. She is driving back to New York. She lives in New York most of the time, but uh, she vacations in Florida. Uh, so she is going to drive back and offered to uh, be on the air with me to describe what it's like driving from, uh, in this case, Florida to New York, which I assume is a, a pretty busy travel corridor. So that, that should be interesting. Are you doing any of that? And how do you feel about the president extending the, I'll call it shelter in place, basically, uh, for another 30 days till April 30th. Now, the, the governor has extended it to um, the 15th. So the state says two weeks, the federal government says four weeks, and it's uh, so funny because here all the heat was on the president not to uh, not to lift it uh, to help business out, and he didn't lift it and did what the critics wanted, and the critics are still still after him. You figure that one out. Let's go to uh, Mr. Joseph Beamer. He is the keeper of the vault. Uh, called uh, Facebook. Uh, Joe, what do you got for us today? Yes. All right. So we are asking if you know someone who is uh, COVID-19 or who has COVID-19. And yeah. top fan Susan says, yes, a former classmate from high school has both parents hospitalized. My friend in Buffalo was sick for a couple of days. She could not breathe, was taken by ambulance to Mercy Hospital. Uh, she has no test results until Tuesday. Meanwhile, she is vented and not at St. Joe's. Wow, you know, that waiting period, we understand that in some cases the waiting periods are absolutely necessary to process and get the correct information. But I don't know about you, but waiting for test results over a period of days is excruciatingly tough because you don't know. In some cases it could be a life and death situation, but... 
Let's hope that that person uh, recovers. Another one, please. Lisa says, yes, I have several friends right now suffering with corona positive. I've been self-isolating since March 10th. I'm at high risk being a two-time cancer survivor with lung damage, heart issues, and autoimmune issues. For the greater good and all those around us, I hope everyone is taking this very seriously. You know, I talked to my sister Sandra, the the sister that was up here to get married. Uh, she and her husband live in Daytona, okay? Uh, apparently, they're a little slow. Maybe the sun is rotting their brain or something. But she said she and her husband decided to take a little ride, and they did. And they passed one of the beaches. Uh, and the cops had closed half of the beach. Closed it. You can't go in there. The other half was packed with kids on, on a beach break. Packed with them. So apparently they don't seem to understand how serious this thing is. And I wish that they would take the audio of the Joe Dispenza uh, from the, uh, uh, he's the head of the cemetery for, um, uh, for Western New York for a, a large number of cemeteries, describing the process of uh, saying goodbye and uh, either uh, different forms of, uh, of saying goodbye and what they can do now and what they can't do and play it for all of those kids down there that are defying everything by staying on the beach in close quarters, just making themselves ripe targets for, uh, uh, for uh, COVID-19 because it was a pretty chilling audio. Did you guys hear that audio this morning? Yes, with uh, Joe with uh, Tom yesterday. Yeah, that uh, Tom did a good job, and uh, the the interview was chilling. It was absolutely chilling. I got goosebumps listening to it. And Sandy, but, I I saw on social media where in Florida they're letting the counties close the beaches, not the state. So at different beaches, you have where the county line is nothing on one side, and as you mentioned, just on the other side, completely packed. I think it's been completely mishandled by the state of Florida. Yeah, well, that, uh, my sister and her husband were startled to see that. Uh, brain-dead kids. I mean, just brain-dead. Why would you do that? Uh, you're just tempting fate? Do you think you're Superman? Do you think that uh, the virus doesn't apply to you because you're young and virile? Is that it? Is that the deal? I don't get it. I really don't get it. Anybody who keeps the beaches open is ridiculous. If I lived down there, I'd, I'd want the beaches closed because I'd want to be fighting this virus as much as I possibly could. Uh, another one, please, Mr. Beamer. Yeah, just one more to that point, Sandy. My sure. parents were in their neighborhood walking their dogs last week, and this is the middle of the week. They passed a house, and there were multiple cars and people walking in like there was a house party going on, and we're talking adults you know, in their 40s and 50s just not taking this seriously at all. Uh, Unbe unbelievable. Uh, they wait till they get a death notice on this? Right. I mean, it's so disappointing to see. On Facebook, we will go with Jennifer, who's talking just as we were. Uh, no, I don't know anyone yet, but I go through the day presuming everyone, even me, is positive with COVID-19 and acts accordingly. Yeah, I think you have to, uh, what, what's the word, act like everybody has it. That's what you have to do, act like everybody has it. And let me tell you something, I'm not weak-kneed. I'm not the kind that easily frightens. I don't, I'm, I don't frighten. I just don't. But yesterday, we were going to take a run to the post office. Went up, took a shower, shaved, put on my clothes, and we didn't go out the door. <laughs> 
we decided, no, the post office can wait. What's in the post office uh, important enough for us to go out there and be exposed to what's in the air, what's on other people, what's on doorknobs, with this and that and the other thing? So I'm not exactly the timid type, uh, and I've never been the timid type. But to me, why take a chance? It doesn't, it, it doesn't make any sense. But that's exactly uh, what's happening with a lot of people that think it's not going to happen to us. No, one person, was that online where we read uh, the kid went down to, uh, to uh, spring break against his parents' wishes, and he came back. His parents would not let him in the house. Yeah, they, they locked get, him out. They locked him out. They gave him $300 and a trunk full of groceries and said, come back when this is all over. I don't blame him. This punk went down to the beaches, despite his parents' warning, then came back not knowing if he's carrying a virus and could infect his whole family. I mean, that, that shows you how one-sided it is. I, 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 ho- I hope that's a true story. A lot of stuff online isn't, but I hope that is because that really teaches a lesson. You want to be dumb and, and put your own life at risk, that's one thing. You want to be dumb and put everybody's life at risk, that's another thing. 803-0930-1-800-616-9236-930. We're back after the news. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
And we are back with the Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. Before we get back to the subject at hand, uh, I was mentioning the big concert they had from various artists' home, uh, main, uh, mainly uh, a cappella, uh, almost no electric, uh, and they had different artists on. It was great. Uh, Elton John was the host, and he said the only house he's ever owned uh, without a piano was the one he's in now. So he uh, took a little toy, looked like a little toy keyboard out and played a, played a song, but it, it was really excellent. And then at the end where I never read the credits, but for some reason I was reading the credits of, uh, of the show, big national show on Fox, and um, it said that the executive producer was John Sykes. Well, I know John Sykes. Uh, and uh, here's the deal with John Sykes. When I was programming WKBW Radio, John Sykes was just out of college uh, and uh, was working for CBS, Columbia Records. And he used to come and see me every Thursday uh, uh, saying, this would be a good record for KB, this one, this one. Uh, he was like Jerry Myers, uh, but he worked for one label, and that was uh, CBS. He said, I've been offered a job, and I'm not really sure if I should take it. He said, uh, because right now I'm doing very well at CBS. And, um, and I'm hesitant to take it. I said, what is it? And he described it to me. And I said to him, well, John, the, uh, he said, uh, I, I said, the only advice I can give you is if you can get into anything at the bottom floor, right at the ground floor, and it becomes a success, you'll become a success with it. You'll do very well. I said, and somebody your age with your talent is going to uh, be able to go quite far in whatever you do. So I would suggest that you take it. And he did take it. And the job he was offered was with MTV. Uh, after he described what they were going to do, I said, well, it's worth a shot. It's worth, um, you know, rolling the, rolling the dice. So he took the job at MTV and became president of MTV. Later, he decided that uh, he would go and become president of VH1, which he did. So he's president of MTV, president of VH1. He's done very well with huge broadcasting groups in radio as well. Uh, so uh, John Sykes uh, has done very, very well. And if you look up um, online, you see he produced a lot of the concerts like after the bombing of the, uh, the towers down in, in Manhattan, things like that. He's done very well for himself. Sykes reminds me of Beamer. Uh, when I first met Beamer, the same thing. A young guy, very energetic, a lot of talent uh, out there, willing to go the extra mile. I said he'd make it, and he certainly did. Made it beyond anybody's expectations. So if you, if you tape the show, as I did, I watched it live and taped it at the same time because if I like the show, I can watch it again or at least watch some of the acts again anyway. You'll see at the, at the end in the credits, uh, uh, John Sykes was the producer. And uh, the executive producer. So very, very nice. Congratulations to John Sykes. Now, you guys have never asked me for any advice, so I'm not going to pat you guys on the back. No, okay? no, no. You are, I'm going to correct you. you. I did ask for advice when I was first going to be a dad, and you gave oh, me some solid oh, advice. That's right. Yeah, you were first going to be a father. I gave you the advice. I uh, I think it was four words. Run like the wind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Well, yeah. Well, Sandy, uh, I have to say, I've never asked, but you have given me tons of advice. So for yeah. that, I am very fortunate. 
I'd like to give advice if I think it's going to be heard. It's <laughs> going to work. But you I, remind me a lot of Sykes, uh, physically, too. you got the same look. In fact, I have a picture of Sykes with me and with uh, one of the groups. I forget which one when he was in town. And I'll show it to you, and you see there's a similarity there, too. Well, thank you, Sandy. All right. Don't thank me. I don't think he's that good looking. Oh. <laughs> I meant for the, for the previous statement. No, I know. I'm just, I'm just teasing. All right, why don't you give us a couple of uh, Facebooks while we're here, raring to go. All right, so we are asking people, do they know someone who is has tested positive for COVID-19? And Lisa says, I do not, but my daughter is a nurse in New York City. I hear it firsthand every day. All I can say is please stay home, people. The quicker you do, the quicker this will pass, and my daughter will be out of harm's way. Wow, a nurse in uh, in New York City now. Wow, what a what a tough job that is. A courageous job. We got an email now. I don't know if it's true or not. When we get uh, emails or texts, we have to. There's a certain amount of trust involved. They say down in Chautauqua, there's a lot of summer homes in Chautauqua. One of them is owned by the uh, let's see the president of the NFL, as a matter of fact. Uh, but down in Chautauqua, there's a lot of people who have seasonal homes there. And the report says that they're coming back to Chautauqua to their summer homes early. And they live all over the world. And they're bringing whatever they had in the previous uh, span to uh, now. So there'll be a lot of people from out of town showing up and, uh, and living in homes in Chautauqua. So I, I guess that, that's true. It would make sense to me. If I was in New York, that's probably what I would do, too. Another one, please. Yes, Sandy, we will go with uh, Karen this time, who said, I have, I do not know anyone who has tested positive. I know someone who has a test out and is waiting for their results. They have shown severe symptoms, but yet have stayed at home and have stayed self-isolated. I hope it is the flu and not COVID-19. When we come back, we'll be speaking to my friend Don on News Radio 930. This is WBEN. Oh, yeah, we also checked that uh, uh, John Sykes is president of iHeartRadio uh, now. I thought he had been. I thought he left, but apparently not. I think he's still the president of iHeart. So uh, that's certainly a career worth uh, bragging about. Let's go to my friend Don on line four. Don, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy, and good morning, Tony. How are you guys doing? We're doing fine. How are things in Pennsylvania? Pretty much similar to what they are where you are. <laughs> are you sheltered in place, too? Absolutely. Uh, why not? I mean, <laughs> I don't have any place to go anyway. So. Well, you know, I think people can get cabin fever after a while. What have you and Barb been doing that you can talk about on the radio uh, to kill some time? Uh, does nothing qualify as, as, as... <laughs> you have to get really creative if you're going to do nothing because you got a lot of time to do it. Well, you know, watching TV, uh, and some of the things you like though, I think, Oh, how are they going to, uh, the horse racing, they move the Kentucky Derby up to September. It's usually held uh, in the spring and they move that to September and national football league. Uh, the time we'd be about playing the first game is when they're going to camp. So, uh, and all of this is iffy. So it's everything's upside down regarding scheduling, and some some uh, sports are going to conflict with others because of the change. 
Absolutely. I mean, it, it, it's it's kind of, I don't know, is the word boring uh, something you can use to describe uh, what's going on? I mean, it's it's... It is. It's boring with interludes of madness. That's what it is. Those kids at the, the beach, uh, half of the beach that was open in a different county, my sister said the half that was closed was a different county. There wasn't one person on there. The cops had shut it down. But the half that was not closed was loaded with kids just defying the odds. Uh, that that's insane. Uh, I, I guess I, I, I can't understand something like that, and I, I don't think anybody else can. Uh, as far as that story you told about the kid not being allowed back into his house because he, he decided to go against his parents' wishes and went down to the beach, I, I thought that was fantastic. I do, too, because he had the nerve not only to subject himself, but when he came back, he didn't know if he was carrying anything, and he was willing to uh, subject his whole family to it. I think his family did absolutely the right thing. That, that is a life's lesson well learned. Yes, absolutely. As far as your question, uh, I, I like to deal with the legality of uh, the governor of uh, Texas versus people like any from Louisiana, right? To his state, if apparently or obviously the uh, these governors have a lot of leeway uh, when when they can shut a business down just on their say so, and I'm not saying that it's wrong that they do it. But if they got the legality and the power to do that, why can't they shut their state down? I mean, it's the same principle. Well, my thinking is that when the president declared a state of emergency, a lot of states followed up. When you declare a state of emergency, you have unusual powers that you don't have at any other time. So they, they probably somewhere written some uh, down somewhere, they have the ability to do the things that we're seeing them do. But right now, anything that will help with this virus, count me in. Well, I'm, I'm with you with that, com, com, you know, completely. Uh, and, and another thing, you know, when the president first announced uh, that things were going to shut down for two weeks, I'm pretty confident he was well aware that it was going to have to be for a much longer period than that. But if he had come out initially and says, well, we're going to shut down for six or eight weeks and, and, and everything, there would have been a lot of panic in this country, and uh, really a tremendous amount of panic. But by doing it this way, we got used to it after two weeks, and, and now we know, well, I guess we have the, the resolve to, to do it for a longer period of time. So it's, the, it's like putting the frog in the water. If you put the frog in a, a pan of water that's lukewarm, frog likes it then you keep turning up the heat pretty soon the frog is boiled if uh, but you got to start that way it's exactly the same parable as you're talking about you start like that and you gradually warm it up because remember after less than a week people were saying they had cabin fever and if they thought oh six weeks eight weeks ten weeks uh there's there's no end in sight essentially mm-hmm and it's like it's like going to Walmart and seeing the women in the purple, uh, the purple spandex. There's no end in sight. It's <laughs> it just goes on forever and ever and ever. Remember, a lot of meat among two buns. Well, you know that that that, that may, maybe it's a good thing we can't go into certain places and observe stuff like that. Really, I mean. Yeah, I can understand why they want to keep their state safe, and I understand their duty is to protect their own state. But we are part of the United States. 
we are a group, we are an organization of 50 different municipalities, basically. And the, the states have a lot of power. They remember in the Constitution, they have all the power that is not spelled out in the Constitution go to the states. So there's more, more state than you believe, or more state power than you believe. Absolutely. You know, as far as, as, far as the advice you gave to the to guy, I said, think you said he produced that show last night? Yeah, John Sykes. Right. Uh, I, I, got, I, I saw some of that, or most of it. I enjoyed that, even though a lot of those performers, I had no idea who they were. Yeah, I didn't either. And f the only mistake Fox made is they left their logo down on the lower left-hand side of the screen, and that's where they put the names of the performers. They should have had it on the other side of the screen, so we, in, in formats that we're not aware of, we'd know who they were. Right. Well, anyway, uh, it was nice that uh, you gave him some advice early on in his career, and it, and it turned out well for him because... I, I honestly believe I, I, I had asked you for some uh, some advice when we were much younger, and I think the, the, the fact that it turned out well for him was kind of like the law of averages were on his side. <laughs> Are you saying I gave you some bad advice? Yeah, I'm only... <laughs> I know, I know. Well, I, I hope you have a good and interesting day. Uh, look at it this way, Don. This will be the highlight of your day. Right here. You just did it. You know what? What? It certainly will be. <laughs> Thanks, Don. Always good to talk to you, my friend. Thank you. Bye. bye, -bye. Okay, bye-bye. 803-0930-1800-616-9236, star 930. In Texas, because there's hot spots in Louisiana for the virus, including uh, New Orleans, they're afraid that people are going to flee Louisiana and go to Texas because it's an adjacent state. They don't want that. So the Texas law enforcement, I'm not sure if, if it's, uh, I don't think it's troopers, I think it's rangers. Uh, one ranger, one riot. Remember that famous saying. But uh, I think it's the rangers. They stop anybody with Louisiana plates and ask uh, why they're going to Texas and ask them if they're prepared to shelter in place for two weeks. If they are, they want information. They want the name of where you're going to be, the address, maybe phone number. I'm not really sure of that. But the bottom line is they're not going to just casually let you in. And if you can't answer that, they say turn around and go somewhere else. Go back to where you came from. Now, I can understand why they're doing it, but I don't know if I'm cozy with it or not. I think if I was a citizen of Texas, I'd, I might be happier. Uh, but the bottom line is we're all in this thing together and we keep hearing it. So we can't have, uh, I think, uh, realistically, 50 different, dramatically different uh, different outlooks on how to deal uh, with saving the people who might be subject to this. Uh, I'd like to know how you feel about that. Also, do you, are you, did you do any traveling? Did you go down to Florida and you just came back? Where are you going? And also, uh, the COVID-19, do you know anybody who has tested positive? We'll take a break and return on News Radio 930. This is WBEN. <laughs> His career.
karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. 